For as long as I can remember, they've been telling us to enjoy it while they're young, but our days are filled with chaos and stress and cooking and endless laundry piles. Where's the time to enjoy it? Yeah, that's what I always thought too. There's so much I have to do. When do I find time for peace and joy and happiness when I barely have time to sleep? Mama, it's time to make shift happen. You can be a happy mom. If I can, you can. Trust me. I've been a mess. I've been depressed. I've been overwhelmed. I've been to the bottom of the pits. And I've risen. I've grown. I've bloomed. And it all started when I realized I didn't have to anything. I get to. It is my privilege and my honor and my divine responsibility to be the queen of my home. It's not a burden. I'm not a burden. I'm in charge. I'm the ruler. I'm the chaos coordinator. I'm the calm in the storm. And so are you. Come with me. Let's rise, mamas. Adjust your crown. Accept your responsibility. Change the effing world together. It's all in the way we choose to see it. I'm so glad you're here, friend. You're listening to Meant to Bloom with Brittany Clarkson. Hey, my friends. The holidays can be a major trigger for some, okay, maybe most people. We're spending more time together. There's more expectations. There's more places to be, things to do, more financial strain. And there's more to do yet during, it's all occurring during a time when your mind, body, and soul is screaming at you to rest and slow down and savor the moments. I feel like this creates so much like internal conflict and it creates so much family conflict at the same time. I feel like it can be very frustrating and hectic and stressful when it's supposed to be the most wonderful time of year. So what do we do about this? All right, awareness here is key. How do we make it the most wonderful time of year and keep from constantly bickering with those around us? All right, so I wanna talk today on how to keep your sanity and keep your loved ones feeling loved by you. All right, my simple solutions to this are quality time, clear communication, and intentional self-care. All right, now when I'm talking about quality time, quality time is not sitting in the same room staring at your screens. Playing on your phone on the couch together is not quality time. That's just passing time together. Okay, there's a reason that sitting on the couch together playing on your phones does not fill you up. And it actually feels like more distant than being apart. All right, it's subconsciously in a way saying that I'm in the same physical space. I have the time and yet I don't want to deeply connect with you. All right, yeah, it's fine sometimes to go ahead and sit and just like veg out, like watch a movie or play on your phones or, you know, independently do your own thing in the same space. That's okay. But we can't confuse it with quality time. We can't try to replace quality time with just existing in the same space. You get what I mean? All right. That is just passing time together. It's not connecting and growing in your relationship at all. So it's not quality time. It's not going to fill up that cup you have that requires connection with these people who live in your house, right? 
So quality time is found in conversations, in playing together, in baking together, in sharing your troubles and triumphs with one another. All right. Quality time can be a lot of things. There's a lot of ways to spend quality time together. The key here is to be mindful of the time you're spending. Yeah, it's okay to spend time that's not quality. But you don't want all your time with this person to be lacking quality, right? <clears throat> it There has to be a balance in there in order for the relationship to really thrive and to feel good and for you to get that connection. Because otherwise, like, you just feel so empty about your relationship with a person when you're not intentionally connecting with them. And we do this just by going on autopilot a lot of the time. It's because we're not paying attention to the kind of time we're spending together. So again, awareness is key. Mindfulness is a must. <clears throat> Our number two thing is clear communication. Now clear communication, this is ensuring that what you're saying is being interpreted by others in the way that you're intending it to come across. All right. So for example, if you're saying the words, I love you, some family members, they might hear that and feel nothing because they don't, they don't feel love by hearing it. All right. Yet hearing it might be the way that you feel it from others. <coughs> All right. So some people feel I love you from actions or from a more meaningful personalized statement, um, something that says like, I see you. Um, so if you look into like the five love languages, then you'll understand a little bit more on where I'm coming from this. All right, so communication is more than talking. It's more than what you say. It's what you mean and how your words, actions, posture are interpreted by the other person. All right, many of your family's conflicts or many of my family's conflicts are simply misunderstandings. And it's because what's being said isn't what's being heard. So for example, when you always give your kid three chances to do something before there's a consequence, they don't pick up on the fact that you're irritated to ask three times before you get mad they learn that they get two more chances before you really mean it. So they learn to expect your maximum asks as their minimum before they have to take action. So that is, that is a miscommunication happening there because you're asking them the first time wanting them to do it, but they know from past experience that you're going to ask two more times before you get angry, before you get visibly angry, I'll say. So this is, this is a misconnection, a missed communication, because you're not telling them up front in a way that they understand, I need you to do this the first time I ask. Here are all the reasons why it's important to me. This is how it makes me feel when you don't listen. Instead, their past experience is simply that you'll ask three times before you really mean it. So they will wait until that third time you ask because to them, they're not interpreting you're upset to ask that many times. They interpret that you're upset after you've asked that many times. Do you get that kind of 
so there's so many ways that we can miscommunicate by, you know, like, have you ever um, heard that example of like directions to make a peanut butter sandwich, a peanut butter jelly sandwich? And like someone writes out the directions, but if they don't write every single step in exactly the right way, the person making the sandwich just intentionally misinterprets the instructions and they make the sandwich totally wrong because someone didn't say, you know, you take the lid off the peanut butter and then you use your knife to scoop the peanut butter out and then to spread it on one side of the, t- the bread. Like that is such a great example of how we miscommunicate things all of the time simply because what you're saying is not what they're hearing and what they're saying might not be what you're hearing. And this can lead to so many, so many conflicts in your relationships that are honestly kind of unnecessary because it all stems from a misunderstanding and a miscommunication. That's why it's very important to be practicing clear communication within your family because it will lead to fewer conflicts and quicker resolutions. Hey friend, I wanted to let you know that right now I have opened up a few spaces in the Happy Mom Method in our private Facebook group and in the course. Um, it's on sale right now till the end of November. Um, actually, I've already extended it till December 2nd. It's on sale until December 2nd uh, for $99 as opposed to the regular price of $229. Um, so that's 56% off, which is kind of amazing. Um, so right now, get in on that. And it will get you into the private Facebook group. It will get you the whole course. And if you feel like you're drowning as a mom, if you feel like, oh my gosh, all the things I can't possibly do more, and yet you feel like you're not doing enough, okay, this is created exactly for you then. This is the course that is created to be a step back. It's to take more off your plate to focus in on what's actually important, what actually works for you. Start stripping away all the parts of your life, all the parts of your home care, your self-care, your mindset. Strip away what's not working for you and then build it back in a way that it just amplifies the life you're meant for. Okay? No more hot mess. No more constant stress. Okay? This is learning how to actually show up and enjoy yourself, okay? If that sounds like something that sounds great to you, um, link in the description below, The Happy Mom Method. It's on sale right now, $99 until December 2nd. That's the last time it's going on sale for 2022. Um, I love you, friends. Make great choices. Your last sanity saver during this busy season or any season really, is intentional self-care. When you're spending more time with others, you're likely to start getting annoyed quicker by their less desirable traits and vice versa. You're not the only one who needs to practice intentional self-care, mama. The whole family does. But they will pick up on you to set the tone on that. When you start practicing and being the example of caring for yourself, they are more likely to follow along. All right, so the best thing to do about getting annoyed with each other is to be mindful of when you feel annoyed and step away. 
Self-care isn't always going out and doing something spectacular for yourself. Sometimes it's as simple as making sure that your basic needs are cared for, your hydration, your nutrition, getting enough sleep. And sometimes it's noting that you're very irritable and that your mindset is going off the rails. All right, sometimes self-care is just realigning with gratitude and getting grounded in truth and affirmation when your thoughts are tearing you down. I'm going to share with you this list of at-home self-care during the holiday season ideas that I put together for myself. Um, Salt and oil baths. That's a number one for me. Just some, like a cup of Epsom salt and a few drops of like a a balancing essential oil, some kind of calming oil, Um, and then some body oil too, just for the soft skin, of course. Um, Nature walks. Get out in the fresh air, go be in nature, go be outside, change of scenery, go drive around and look at lights. That's one you can do as a family. Um, That's really enjoyable for us most of the time. Um, Journaling, everyday journaling, all kinds of journaling. Um, Reading your favorite young adult novels. Shamelessly bust out your favorite your favorite young adult novel and read it. I don't care if you're 45. If you like young adult fiction, then read young adult fiction. Um, That is a comfort genre for me, and I know it is for many others. Go for it. Christmas movies. You can watch them with the family or you can watch them by yourself. Go watch a Christmas movie in the bathtub with a peppermint tea. Absolute perfection. Peppermint tea. Drink that. Savor it. It is calming and seasonal um, and delicious, honestly. I think peppermint tea is way underrated. Baking, if you're into that, do some baking. Um, Create a holiday bucket list. Like, you don't have to actually even go out and do all of it as self-care, but creating the list can help you, like, kind of brain dumping all the things you want to do. And it helps clear out your brain from all the things that you're thinking about right now. Because there's so many things that you need to do. So many things you want to do. So go ahead and make yourself a bucket list of all the things you want to do. Whether it's by yourself or as a family or just, you know, whatever. Make your bucket list. Uh, Write a gratitude list for each person in your family. That is a big one. That is a huge mindset shifting tool. Um like that can change your entire personality basically to, to, um, get in a routine of writing gratitude lists for the people in your life that can really change how you show up in your relationships. Uh, write down all your negative thoughts and burn them in the cozy fire while you're drinking hot chocolate, you know, meditation, deep breathing, breath work, yoga, um, laying down with your legs up a wall. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Um, It's where you lay, like, you find a spot on the floor where you can put your legs up the wall and you're just laying on your back on the floor and you're, you know, in an L shape. This literally, you stay there for six minutes and it will, um, it will reduce the cortisol, the stress hormone that's in your body. Um, Plus it just like feels good and it is six minutes to just sit and do nothing. Don't play on your phone while you're doing it. Just chill. Um, Two birds, one stone. Do the legs up the wall while doing some breathing or meditation. 
like a guided meditation. Good time for that. Um, <clears throat> create a vision board of all the traits that you want to embody. All right. I know we're coming up on the new year and everyone's always like creating vision boards of everything they want to do in the year, everything they want to have. But what about what you want to be? What about how you want to be perceived by others? What are those traits that you want to take on? Patience, kindness, slow to anger, loving. Create a vision board based on the traits that you want to embody. Um, mindfulness, just being present right here and now, wherever you are, you can practice mindfulness. Um, doing internal checks of your body, just paying attention mindfully. How is my body doing? How is my brain doing? How is my spirit doing? How is it all doing? And where do I need to make adjustments? Where do I need to fix things? Where do I need more support for myself? Definitely right now, definitely in the holidays is a great time to be focusing in a little bit more on your marriage and aligning more with the love, letting go of um, a lot of the small mundane arguments of the season with the financial stress and the having to get everything done, miscommunications that happen missing out on quality time together can happen. And it can really, I think we all know, like arguments with your spouse increase over the holidays, big time. So being intentional about the way you're thinking about your marriage and the way you are practicing gratitude in your marriage and the way that you're showing up in your marriage, letting go of your stubbornness and your pride and just be the bigger person, you know, <laughs> it can be tough. It can be rough, but it's very much worth it to get ahead of that and to just let go of all the small things and understand that you are both humans, give each other a ton of grace and keep on showing up for each other and loving each other. Even though you might not agree on everything, even though you both might be feeling like you're doing everything, that clear communication, that quality time, again, is going to be really important here as well as practicing your intentional self-care. All right. I love you, friend. Please have the happiest of holiday seasons. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of Meant to Bloom. It really does mean the world to me. But are you ready to take this a step farther? Check out the description below of this episode and grab your mindset makeover. It's totally free, my gift to you. Then hop on Instagram and let me know what you thought of this episode. Tag me at Britt Clarkson. That's B-R-I-T-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. If any part of this resonated with you, please let me know by tagging me or leave a review and share on social media so other mamas can find this too. If it helped you, it's going to help someone else. You're part of a movement now. Let's go. Let's go.